You rarely mime for me. My wife always complains that I rarely mime for her. Welcome to Oh Yeah Big Time. This episode is not brought to you by Gafer's Department Store. Gafer's, remember us? Well, if you do, it's because we were one of the largest regional department store chains in the Southeast United States that operated from 1879 all the way up until 1998 when Dillard's bought us and decided to change our name for some reason. Dillard's is even selling the domain gafers.com for just under $1,800. So find out more about how you can be the proud owner of gafers.com by going to www.gafers.com. That's www.gafers.com. All right. $1,800? $1,800, that and you so... can own the uh, an established brand that was operated for, what, 100 years? So, I like, I mean, even if I look up, like, if I'm looking up a domain and have, like, a typo, yeah, it costs more than $1,800. Right. I can have, like, X579, and it's, like, $200,000. That happens. So they're, like, trying to offload it, and nobody will buy it. Except us. No one will. I wonder Maybe. what the starting price of Gafers.com right. is. There a way to like track They're like, that? can we get 50 grand out of this? <laughs> 10 years go by. They're like, can we get $1,800 out of this? It's like an eBay bid. And now it's at a buy it now price. That's just like, yeah. Please, somebody. It's the cheapest domain. That's a cheap domain. Like for real. Especially for a last. Gafers is a last. Gafer is a last name. It's okay. also something else, but it is a last name. If you're any gafer, if I could have my last name as a domain, I'd have it in a heartbeat. I don't know what to do with it, but I would have it. Well, it's almost like it's that cheap for some reason. Well, I don't know why it would be. It's an established. It brand is an established of the past. brand. What I'm wondering is they have they so they've just forfeited the brand of gafers. Yeah, can we start gafers? Again? Can we just start a department store chain called gafers? I could make a loafers brand of gafers. Lo I don't like the new Yeezys. Right. You could pay off the domain with two sneaker loafers. Oh, if you could sell two pairs of Gafers loafers, <laughs> gophers, uh, for a couple hundred bucks, uh, you'd, you'd paid have it off. more than made Your back the money you spent on off. the brand right. of Gafers. So does, is that, can, will Twitter, is Twitter just up for grabs now that Elon yeah. decided to kill a, to a beloved American it. brand? Where does it go? Like, is it, you can't own it if it's up for grabs. Why can't I, can I, I just, I can start a company and just use that bird. Yeah. Now. Because he bird. gave it up. Which like. And I can just absorb all of that brand equity. Into your new podcast called Twitter the Podcast. Twitter the Podcast. Brought to you by Oh Yeah Big Time. It's like he burned down the town square of the internet and just like, we had a nice place for all our bulletin boards and Talk well. It wasn't a nice place, but no it was a one place. is going to think of that as anything but Twitter. Right. Even if they call it X, they're thinking Their Twitter. Their mind is like, we Their mind know is like, what you make are. the. It's like a trans. It's like somebody yeah. who speaks two languages. You're right. having to think for a second before you, get you say, "What's he called? What's he called?" That's yeah. what you're thinking. Oh, right. it's X now. It's X. And Not Twitter. Yeah. They can't. Comcast tried this. They did. They tried. Well, they didn't try. They just did it. They just, they're like, they, people hate Comcast. How yeah. can we, how can we make them not hate we us? just think it's a new company. If we just have a different name, they'll think there's a new internet cable provider and they'll never know it was us. We'll put Xfinity on the side of the truck and then they won't be mad at us. Like, we'll still be mad. We, we all know what still, you are. We all still call it Comcast. No one's ever not called it Comcast. Like, I called Comcast and told them to fuck, you know? Yeah. It's not like, I called Xfinity. Like, no, you no. don't call Xfinity. You no. call Comcast. You call, even if you're like Gen Z, you know it's Comcast. You know it's Comcast. They, they, can't, sh they can't shake the Comcast, no matter how hard they try with Xfinity. When, when, the, when, the, when the guy comes to install cable, what do you tell your boss? Oh, I got to stay home. The, the Comcast guy's coming. Yeah. Not the Xfinity guy. Well, is there something particular with the letter X that's, it's like Xfinity X. Yeah, it's people it's trying like to be edgy and, yeah. and, and crazy. It's like, that's what it is. Comcast is the name of a company. Xfinity is the name of cool. <laughs> I hate it so much. 
Even if I didn't hate Comcast, I would hate it. Even if it was a competitor to Comcast who was better, I'd be like, come on, guys. You can't call yourselves Xfinity. And I don't want to tell anyone I have you at my home. And I have to pretend I have Comcast. It's just so, like, MTV in the 80s. I wouldn't even give it that much credit. Well, it's... It's somebody advertising to Gen X. Yes. That's what it feels yes. like. Which was edgy Is cool. Elon Gen X? Ooh. I can't If so, math. this explains it all. He could be any age. Can you verify? Because I don't know. What do you mean? If he's Gen X, maybe... What do you see if he's a Gen X? Yeah, we're going to look this up right now. Uh, is Elon... Because what is Gen, Gen X? X? What is that range? Gen X includes Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Okay. So two of the dumbest people in business who somehow made it. And they did. I guess Jeff Bezos isn't dumb. He is he is Sinister technically smart. Bastard. But I still hate him. Yeah. His company, Amazon, has ruined the entire world. The whole world, in every level, like... The environment, but also capitalism and the marketplace of commerce. It used to be magical. It, yeah, it used to be very it's magical. Like I can order this and get it in two days, and then it was like, holy no, shit. No, back then it was, I can order this and get it next week? Right. Wow! That was crazy. And then two days is like... If I search for something on Amazon and it's not coming today by 5 p.m. 10 p.m. I'm throwing my computer out the window. Right. And it's like, where is this warehouse? It has to be like next door to it, because they're just, they're here. Amazon has ruined us. And not to mention, like, I was shopping on Amazon just for a, a T-shirt. Yeah. A T-shirt. And it the, the default prompt was subscribe and save. Because it's- Do you want this T-shirt weekly? Do you want this T-shirt monthly? How do you not know that no one's subscribing to a T-shirt? I don't know. It's like a- acknowledging the quality of it. It's like, we know this isn't going to last. It's going to start- Coming out at the seams. That's You're gonna true. need to subscribe to this shirt because it's, it's made by, by Chambambe, a brand that you've never. How are all these brands on Amazon? And they're just so matter of fact. There's so many fake brands on Amazon. And they're all like consonants. It's just like Chamblobi. Yeah, and you can't say it. You can't spell it. Gayhorn. That's probably a brand. There's this probably. one brand, Kufandi. <laughs> Kufandi. <laughs> Is a brand on Amazon that sells all the clothes. If you search Nike t-shirt. Koofandy? Koofandy. That's all you'll see. Koofandy. Like they're like the knockoff Nike? It's not even a knockoff of Nike. They just have shirts. No matter what you search for. If you're searching for a man's clothes on Amazon, (laughs) you will see any man knows what I'm talking about. If you search for a man's clothes on Amazon, all you're going to find is Koofandy. Koofandy. There's no building anywhere in the world with the name Kufandi on the door. No one works for Kufandi. Kufandi is not a company. Where are these clothes coming from? What if Kufandi's a company? Kufandi's not a company. <laughs> it's brands like Kufandi. it's fans like Forbwag and Thigspat and all these fake brand names that that aren't real. It's like almost IKEA furniture, but like, like you know what I mean. It has the essence of a Swedish mishmash of a name, but Zavgarn. Yeah, they're smashing the keyboard. They're smashing the keyboard. And then just and then they're saying that's our that's what yeah, our and they company. Take out that's, like the symbols. That's what our drop shipping company on Amazon yeah. is, and it works. It's that's hack- the worst part. It doesn't matter. We're hackswop, and <laughs> people will buy a hackswop. Shoehorn. Yeah. You, yeah, you're looking for shoehorns. And that's another thing. Like, I was trying to buy these little, like, uh, things to go on the end of the keys to uh, color code the keys. Sure. And they only come in packs of 500. Yeah, you want, like, two. I want two to five. Yeah. But no, now I have to have, like, a, a giant industrial bag full of these key cover things. What am I going to do? Start a, uh, go to a thrift store and... Just throw them at the at the counter. What you end up having to do is give them to me, and then it goes in my eternal pile of how do I recycle this because I'm that person, and now I have five, so I have to figure out how to offload those. And nobody knows how to offload those. No one knows where to put them, but we don't want to put it in the landfill. Do we just go to a flea market, and now we're a, we're a dealer, a key a key me, ring me, color me, me. coder identifier? 
I mean, you'd only have to sell them for like 25 cents each to make a profit because they're like $2 for 500. Right. Yeah. But it also reveals how much, like I can't go to AutoZone and get them because there it's like four for $12. And I know that I can get 500 for three. So I'm not going to buy them from AutoZone. Right. Insane. I just, I, I can't stand Amazon. Can't stand Amazon. But is, is that shirt from Amazon? This shirt is brought to you by Amazon. How's that shirt working out for you? So I got this shirt. It looked cool. Squint your and eyes. Squint your eyes and look at his shirt. What would you expect? Take ex- off your glasses. It's a cool ex- print. So I've rolled up these <laughs> sleeves. Does it look like I'm a toddler baby? Does it look like I'm a toddler wearing a toddler shirt? That is how long the sleeve is. Think, can you stand up without disconnecting? Because I think the length of it is really important. I don't think you can. You can't quite tell that this is weird. Yeah, but it is. It's very loose and very it's, short. It's very wide. There is no body proportion. That without that could... seeing my whole body at once, it's hard to t- This shirt was looks like it was made for a toddler, and they took it into Photoshop and just scaled <laughs> it up. Yeah. And it's the same it's the same fit as for a baby boy. But now I'm wearing it. And what's the brand on that? Medium. <laughs> because Is that what it- because 18 different sellers sell this shirt. Does it have no tag? It's it's literally it literally says medium. Oh, not on. even it has an M. It's so just even less descriptive. Yeah, it's just M. It's just M. Cuz this was made in a factory and that's an M. Now eighteen hundred, and it, it fits. It looks nothing like like the print is the same, sure. but nothing about this shirt was the same in the picture. So don't don't you judge me. And it's also made out of an entire sheep, so it's boiling hot. You are very, and I feel like you're getting more irritable. I mean, I don't want to, but I get irritable when I'm hot. Yeah, I'm. So you I'm getting keep, irritable. You can keep it on, but you also have permission to take it off. I will at any point. Yeah. I wonder what that I looks may. like on an actual toddler. Like, what is, you know what I mean? If it's like toddler size. Well, like, so the shoulder seam on a man's shirt. Yeah. It should come to the top of the shoulder. Like, roughly within this within this region here. If you're a man and you're wearing a shirt and your shoulder seam is above this region that I'm... Shaking. Shaking <laughs> about in, uh, then you're wearing an ill-fitting shirt. This falls below that. Ill-fitting shirt. So, yeah. That's a good lesson. That's a lesson someone needs to learn. Because I also don't know, like, where do you go physically to buy clothes? I don't know. How did people do this? There used to be, you went well, to Target. Well, used to go to Gafers. Or you went to Gafers. And that's why we're all aimless is because we don't have Gafers anymore and we don't know where to buy our loafers. And we're stuck with Kufandi and Zagtharp. As our, our as our clothing brand options. That's why you can never buy clothes again. It's very overwhelming. And it's, it's all terribly, terribly made. They have a plug-in. What is... What do you mean? It's not a plug-in. But if you go to fakespot.com, I think, you can put in the URL for the Amazon, and then it'll tell you with AI how legit the reviews are. So you can see how complaint from, you know... But even real brands have fake reviews. But I don't care if something has fake. What I, I want, do. What I want in I Amazon do. is a checkbox for real brands only. Yeah. It gets rid of the coup fannies and the hack swaps and all of the brands that aren't real. They need to have like a building. Like this is building. a checkbox that says has building with name on door. That's all I want. That's and then I can only shop by those things. And then there would be three percent of sellers left. Right. And it would be Nike. And that's it. But not hack swap and coup fandy. Yeah. Like, I can't tell you how many, like, dog leashes I've had to order from Amazon. They're all made of twine. They're all made of twine. Or they're, like, in they're like four miles long, or they're, like, three inches. In, yeah. That's basically the only thing I won't buy on Amazon, though, really, is, like, dog products. Because you love your dogs Because I much. love my dogs. I cherish my dogs. I walk my dogs. I walked my dog this morning, and I had this hor—well, it wasn't horrible. It was horrible for me. This like Grecian goddess at the dog park. A Grecian god. A Grecian goddess, like a beautiful. What Greek- is a Grecian? 
aggression. Aggression? Like aggression? Aggressive, agree? Not like a Greek? A Greek? A Greek then goddess? why wouldn't you just say a Greek goddess? Because it sounds fancier. A Grecian goddess. Is Grecian a word? Have you not heard? Am I crazy? Is it Grecian? Look it up. How would you how would you spell Greek? G R E C I A N. Grecian. I don't know if that's how you say it. I'm pretty sure it is. Grecian? All right. Being or resembling that of ancient Greece or the ancient Greeks. It has to be All ancient. Right. It does. She has to resemble a statue of ancient Greece. Yes. So if she's smoking a cigarette, she's probably not very Grecian. Cigarettes are pretty old. Cigarettes are old, yeah. Okay. Well, but not, I don't think the Greeks were smoking. She wasn't even, I don't know what Greeks look like, but I don't think she was Greek. I think she was like British. But she wasn't British because she was mean to me. She was, why was she mean to you? She wasn't mean to me. I just take everything personal. She was probably just tired, but I felt like her eyes were searing into my soul with hatred. She's beautiful. She's smoking a yeah, cigarette and she's like, just like, yeah, and I'm just like, I'm trash wearing my Crocs knock, my Amazon Crocs knockoffs. You are trash. <laughs> That's how I felt. Why is it that people smoking look so cool? They look so cool. Smoking is cool. Here's my impression of someone smoking. And here's my impression of someone vaping. <laughs> It's shame. It's self-destructive versus shame. You know, one's proud of being self-destructive and the other is hiding it into their Amazon kerblamphum. I'm sorry. So you're, you're, uh, um, you're this, the beautiful smoking Grecian, woman is not being Grecian. mean to you. She wasn't being mean. I took up her. I get very scared around beautiful people that don't like me. It's like a thing I have. So she wasn't, she wasn't mean to me. She, she talked to me. She was like, what kind of dog do you have or something? But like with her funny accent. And I was like, huh? What's she, wait, where is she from? I think like Brit, she seemed British. I was too I nervous. I wouldn't say that's a funny accent. Here it is, because we have no like, we have some diversity, but not like white diversity in Utah. Like, right, yeah, Like that's everyone true. white sounds like a woman. If you see a white person, you expect them to talk like an American. Yeah, and if she's, I'm like, oh my God, this is someone from another country trying to talk to me, and she's just got a slight accent. I am not as uncultured as I may seem, but she started talking and it caught me. She just didn't, I don't know. She started talking and was like, what kind of dog do you have? What breed is your dog or something? But I didn't expect a Grecian goddess to talk to me, so I didn't. Pro I couldn't understand her accent. And and I was like, what? She's like, what kind of dog do you have? Do you have a staffy? And then I was like, I don't know. Like, I know he's a staffy when I'm not nervous. But, but I was, now that you're nervous, you're... Because she's so beautiful. She's so beautiful and she's so cool smoking her cigarettes. Yeah, I'm like a little, like, prepubescent boy, just like, I don't know, you know? Right. And so she's like, I could only think of, like, bull Staffordshire bull terriers. Like, it didn't feel right, but it's the only one I could think of. So I'm like, is a Staffordshire bull terrier? And she's like, no, he's not. And I was like, I think he is. Like, I've done his DNA. Wait, why did she ask you? I don't know. She asked you what kind of dog it was, and then you answered, and she's like, no, he's not. Yeah, she's like, no. And, and I'm like, maybe he's not. You know, I'm questioning. I had the DNA proof. And then she does that, and then I'm like, she's wrong. I know my dog. She's like, it's way too small for a, no, he's way too big for a bull terrier. And then she left. She just was like, you know, you chose the wrong dog breed. And then she left. I, she was British. I don't even know, but we'll say yes. And then she just leaves. She leaves. And so then I'm like asking ChatGPT, like how many Staffordshire Terriers are there? He's an American Staffordshire Terrier. But you asked how many there were? Are, I was like, are there a lot? <laughs> Hoping that there was a lot of options to get wrong. Or, I don't know. And it's like, yes, there are a lot. There's two. It's like, that's not a lot. But then I'm like getting, I, first I'm a little intimidated and scared, but then I'm angry because it's why, yeah, why are you asking me a question you know the answer to? You're setting me up. She I knows. hate when people do that. And they do it a lot. I hate when people ask you a question that they already know the answer to. to, to and they're just like, you. they're just like taunting you. Yeah. And it's like, don't do that. It's just rude. It's never kind. It's never a kind act to do. What's your, like, what could be their incentive to ask you a question other than I hope they get it wrong and I can show them that they're wrong by telling them the right answer, piece of shit, you know? Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like we, uh, we worked at this company where this new CEO comes in. Yes. 
You remember this guy? No, do I ever. He comes into the company and he's this very Donald Trump-like guy. He's, he's very, but he's bad at being Donald Trump. Right. Like Donald Trump is great at being Donald Trump. It's the best thing. He excels at it. He's so great at it. This guy is like. He's just an imposter. He's like a bad imposter. When you have an imposter of someone that's like deeply broken and dysfunctional. It's like the source is already deeply <laughs> broken. And, and to be bad at that. Exponentially. Yeah. It's not fun. It's not funny and it hurts and you're on a power struggle and we all suffer for it. But like his first day at the company, he gets up in front of everybody and he announces, <laughs> he's like, I've been working on a book for the last seven years called Opportunity Doesn't Knock Twice. <laughs> Do you not realize the joke you just told, sir? It has so first many layers. All, Opportunity doesn't knock. That's the saying. That is the saying. If it doesn't knock once, it's not knocking twice. Or maybe he is saying it doesn't knock twice. So maybe he's just. That's true. He's being. It's not once or twice. But the irony of like, I like, and he's like preaching like he's better than us, and it's like you're bragging about a book you never finished. Yeah, you like, basically started a word document seven years ago. <laughs> That's what you did. And you're like. Luring it over us? Yeah. And like we're like the pawns and you're like this established almost author. Insane. But he would do that where he would like run up to people and <laughs> challenge them with these questions that there's no way you're going to get it right. We'd be in a big meeting and it's a big conference room and he, he'd challenge everybody with some question like, what's the number one rule in marketing? And everyone's like scurrying to try to get it yes, right to yes, impress the CEO. Is, yeah. And he's Design just like, always be, always be, always be business. marketing. Come on. Ah, like, I have no idea. I have no way of knowing what you're going to say. Like a thing. That's just your stream of thought. And yeah. We're all supposed to know it. And then you act like it's an answer that was a question that we should know and that we're stupid for not it's predicting. Absolutely insane. But, but, or those pranksters. But the prank, like, it's just, they're just lying. So it's not even like a prank. Like when somebody's like, uh, sorry, I'm a few minutes late. My grandma died in a house fire. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's so terrible. And they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid fucking idiot. My grandma didn't die in a house fire. How could you possibly think that? <laughs> like, I'm just going to believe whatever right, you say in the that's moment. like I'm trying to be a nice human with decency and just... Assume you're being honest. If given the chance, like if given months to evaluate your claim, <laughs> I might become suspicious. We're like Facebook friends, and right, I see, and I your, see grandma, your grandma like, post. posting on your birthday, and she's like, "Is this your wall?" Then, but shy of doing research, I'm not going to challenge well, you. In I the don't moment. even know who you are, and I don't care. Right. It's like so good. Then go, they act. How about this? Go kill your grandma. <laughs> Make it come true. But we can't say that on on the on the internet. The radio. Um, <laughs> yeah. Never kill your grandma. Never kill your Never grandma. Never kill your grandma or even your grandpa. If you kill your grandma, that's bad. Especially if they catch you. Um, yeah, so. I hate, like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, a, a cynic. But I hate, like, prankster. Sometimes there's, but I hate prankster channel. Like, when the whole channel is just pranks. Right, it's and like they're and those... they're all. First of all, they're all staged, right? Except for like the oh, husband wife ones. No, even those, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I guess you can tell by the fury that they have. That's you. You tend to get a sense yeah, of real like, hatred, which is then I take pleasure knowing it was real. Right, but it's like, what is that? If your whole identity is like pranking your spouse, like your whole channel relies on this, and you're just you're just training your spouse to be afraid and, and to hate you <laughs> and to have negative associations with you. Trust you to be able to enter a room and live in fear. Like I would love to like, see. Like what's that called with uh, Pavlov's? Yeah, it's Pavlov's wife. Pavlov's. You're just making wife. your wife hate you. Yeah, every time she sees you, she scrunches up in fear. Like checks her wallet. I don't know why she would check her wallet. Like I don't want to. I don't want to scare you. Right. And it, like I care about you. I appreciate And that. I don't want you to have negative, fearful, and hateful associations when you see me. Likewise. And over so time, like, that's this is why I've never farted intentionally in front of my wife. That's true. I think that's the key to a successful marriage. Don't prank your spouse. 
and never intentionally fart in intentionally, intentionally fart in front of them. I would say, well, I don't want to be gross. I would say there's an exception. Or like, hmm, I was very gassy. A couple, you you remember a couple nights ago when I, I was at the gym and I was like, oh, oh my yeah. God, everyone behind. Like, and I'm like, yeah. no one will believe it's me farting because I'm a lady. And so I can blame it at people at the gym. And then I come home and I'm like, I am more rancid than like a dog's worst farts and then i'm telling you i'm like i think it's because i eat this jerky and some pineapple and you're like what is you ate the pineapple the pineapple had been in the fridge for two weeks it was rotten pineapple she ate rotten pineapple but it tasted so good but then i had crazy farts but even that you're not farting on per- like there are fathers who will sit in a <laughs> recliner and just rip them out <laughs> on purpose and look around for Assert like dominance yeah they're just sitting in their recliner, just like. <laughs> and they're making sure the whole family heard them. What? Well, but I was saying when I, I was gassy. Right. That you, I, the kindness of you to fart. Well, that's a case where it would be okay to do it on purpose is to mash the, make the smell ambiguous. Cause when I knew you were farting, I felt so much better. Cause I was like, that we can't tell who's who we're just in a soup of. Right. If the if your spouse is suffering from farts, you fart, and you fart to mix the farts so that the farts are indistinguishable from each other. Yeah, you are a good husband. That's a good spouse. Is making that soup. Um. Yeah. But to have a good marriage, never fart intentionally unless. You're covering up your spouse's accidental farts. Yes. That's the only time it's it's acceptable to fart. Actually, like, there's probably a couple of con, like in a car, in a group of guys. In know. a car? That doesn't make any sense. No. I, I guess taking ownership of the fart would be the act of love in a car. The- what do you mean? No, you just hold it in. Well, no, if I farted and I don't want it to be me, you could be like... Sorry. Right. So like if we're in a group of friends I'm and so you giggling. accidentally fart, I'll just shit my pants. <laughs> so no one will think that it was you. And that's an act of true love. And that's when it's acceptable. It's acceptable. Why does it make me laugh every time you talk about shitting your pants? Because that's funny. It makes me cry. Because there's nothing worse than completely filling your pants with poop. Because <laughs> what do you do with that? It's the most helpful. And I don't know. I do. I almost knew what the I know what to do, but it is <laughs> it is a it is a bad situation. It's the most helpless, like just floundering. I don't know. You lose all control, both of your body, but also your agency. And it's true spiritually and every realm. Think well. I don't. I was going to say say thanks. I didn't. You're, you're welcome. Thanks for shitting your pants if I fart in a car. In, yeah, if in you advance. fart in the car, I'll just shit my pants. <laughs> and you'll say it was you. And I'll say I love and you. And you'll say that pre-fart was mine also. That was the precursor to my... I guess I'm just surprised at how little we encounter farts. Yeah. I mean, you would think that a fart would be happening at least one out of every three times you venture into the world. Right. Like, uh... I in I I'm in the sauna a lot. Yes. Never ha- never smelled a fart in the sauna. You're in there at least once or twice a day. There was a guy splashing essential oils all over the wall, and I was yeah, like, you told- "Hey, maybe not everyone likes that." And he's like, "I don't want to start nothing, man." <laughs> and it's like, "Well, you're do you, you did you, you did, did start and it's something?" It's like sizzling, so it's not like even like fresh lavender. Like I can't just go in the sh- in the sauna and shit. No. And then be like, I ain't trying to start nothing, man. Like, you don't you do not do that. Not everybody likes that. Nobody likes that. Even the people that like essential oils don't like that because it's on fire and it's burning. The sound, is, the sound is great. I feel great afterwards, but when I'm in there, the whole time I'm so angry. I'm so angry and, I mean, literally your heart accelerates, so that makes me more anxious. And then you have people, br- there's like this heavy, there's a lot of heavy breathers, but this guy was really getting to me the other day. These people come in. These big men are so big and strong. He was lanky. Oh, he was a lankers. He was a lankers. Okay. I didn't mean okay. to cut you off, but he was a lankers. And he's sitting, how people sit, I don't know, taking up way too much space. And he's, it's like us and a couple people. It's some dudes and me. 
And he's just like, you know, just doing his, yeah. And I'm just like, oh God, you know, just like, ah. And then I'm just like trying to like, you ignore know. him yeah, and, and be he's in your dripping everywhere as they do. And that, so he's just being gross and annoying. And I'm like trying to do my counting, like one, two, three. And then he's like, okay, this is a common thing. But two beautiful women come in. And Uh-oh. he like, fre- I don't get nervous because I'm so agitated. He like freaks out. He like grabs his towel and his stuff and he's like, oh, it's so sorry. And like, gets Wait, up. He free- like he's like being apologetic to the beautiful he's, women. He's like trying to give them a spot. Like, because it's not super crowded, but there's two of them. So he just like grabs his stuff and he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so-. And then he sits next to me. But then he's like, oh my God, like I left such a wet spot. You know, he says that. Yeah, I don't know if he's a wet spot. Right, but, but yeah. He used the word I wet. Left and left a sweat puddle. Yeah, yeah, he was just like, it's so wet over there. And then he sits next to me, and they're like, it's okay, you know, and they're because they don't want to be rude, so they, like, sit in this sweat, and then he just leaves. And it was just very, but... They sat in his sweat because they didn't want to be rude? Which is something I would do, but... But, <laughs> but it, like, you know what I mean? It's like I have to suffer this, like, guy, and then, like, these beautiful women come in, and he's just, like loses his mind grabbing throwing stuff everywhere just trying to scuttle out as fast as he can i don't understand why these guys come into the sauna breathing so hard i like it makes me so angry like you don't have to do that like if you're if such I'm, a strong man right because i'm out of shape i'm really suffering and i know how to stifle my breathing until it hurts even i, I go straight from resistance training into the sauna and i'm fine Unless I was literally outside doing jumping jacks with barbells in my hand. <laughs> You're fine. Like, you don't need to come into the sauna like. <sighs> like, here's how, here's how I go into the sauna. I can confirm. And that's fine. And I'm like, one, two, three, four. Because yes, it's hot in the sauna, but you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay because you were all fitness. The people that do, if you're not fit, I can get like, oh my God, I'm in a sweltering hell pit. But these people are always like the most fit people. And it's like, isn't the flex to not breathe? Right. Wouldn't you be more, they, I feel like they think it's manly to come in there and just be, I am such a man. I can breathe with the depth. But wouldn't it be more manly to not be affected by the heat? Yes, that would be more manly. That would be more manly. Four more years. So that's, I mean, that's... What were we talking about? How did we get here? Just being like trapped in confined spaces, farting. Oh, yeah. And that's just bad sauna behavior. It's just like, don't do stuff around someone that they'll hate. Don't do anything that extends past your circle, your space. I don't want to hear your music. Don't want to hear your music. I don't want to see you eat food unless we're at a restaurant. Or spitting. Spitting? But the music is also like, and I realize that no one knows everyone's what's going to set someone off. You don't know what's going to set someone off necessarily. You don't know whose breakup song is what. Or, or who is going to burn down a building if they hear Imagine Dragons <laughs> like me? I That's not even like, that's not an exaggeration. You're like a pretty like cool. Mellow guy. Uh, mellow, but like you kind of lose your mind. I have, like I it, have, I have literally knocked something over is escaping a store. You will leave the grocery store. That was playing store. Imagine Dragons. Like you will endure everything in a grocery store that's working yeah. against you. But yeah. Then, and she's like, hush, as hush. soon as fucking Imagine Dragons you come can on, hear it. I don't know what that I don't know what they're able to do. It's pretty impressive, but it makes me so angry to hear Imagine Dragons. It's so unnerving, and I don't even like know what like what they're even talking about or singing about. You don't need to know. It's just the sound. That sound makes my head freak out. It's a distinct sound. It's not just the vocals. It's all of it. It's not okay to play. That should be off. That should be off limits. Imagine dragons. Like we were 
so so we know that this is a thing that I'm not able to handle. Yes. And so it's an easy trigger. We started watching uh, on Hulu. They have an Imagine Dragons live in Vegas concert on Hulu. So we were kind of scrolling through what to like, see, and and you notice this is here. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny to watch something that you hate so much? Because we can make fun of it. We can be above it. We can mock it. We can exposure therapy it. Yeah, we maybe can, that's it. Maybe I just need the exposure yeah, maybe therapy. Maybe we can get through this together in a positive environment where you can process these feelings in a healthy way. So we start watching this, and we were like pausing it because we're like, we have to review this on the podcast. Yes. So because we don't know what the lyrics to these songs are, I just kind of assumed, oh, God. I just kind of assumed that it was about something. Something that resonates with somebody somewhere. Something meaningful to some degree. Because it's a big song. It's a very, like... This is one of the more popular songs of our generation. Yeah. Sadly. Not Gen X, though. Um, so this, it's that song, Radioactive, which I didn't even know he was saying that word in the song. No. I just... I'm white queen cop. I'm breaking cop. Found a printing barrel. That's all I heard. Is and it's just like, what is happening? I have to leave this place right now. But having the subtitles helped you actually have to face these lyrics. It helped me face the lyrics. It helped me face my fears. Yeah. And so uh, we're going to do a review of Imagine Dragons. With a very new relevant hit song, Radioactive. So, yeah, this is, uh, let me let me get to it here. Okay, yeah, so this is Imagine Dragons, Radioactive, live in Vegas. So he's walking around right now with his microphone. Just to get... The sound because this is how they're miking the crowd for the for the special for Hulu. Yeah, is through his microphone. <laughs> he doesn't lift it. No one will hear. No it. one will hear them going. Yeah. Whoa! And then he lifts it higher. He's standing like he's an Oscar trophy. <laughs> he's like the greatest showman with yeah, his he, arm. He like... turns into Hugh Jackman, just like. <laughs> Like, what are you leading? It was like a... Oh. Then he's doing this, like, interpretive dance. Slash composer? Is it composing? Yes. It's an comp- interpretive composer dance. Yes. That he, he has practiced in a mirror. Oh, for sure. He's done this in a mirror before. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed that one. Is this the doggy paddle? In the yeah, that's water? how you teach someone how to how swim. That's how I tried to learn kick how to le- swim. Kick your legs like this. That's exactly what you did when you tried to teach me how to swim. You that is, that. yeah. So there's a kid off in a, in a yeah, little pool like, over here. Yeah, he does this thing where he like is cr- is crouching all the time. He's getting as low as he possibly can. What on is the stage, the just so he can explode up ah. when the music gets crazy. Um, but yeah, so he's he's crouching now. I'm waking up to ashen dust. So the lyrics he's saying, "I'm waking up to, to ash and dust." Not action dust. Not to action dust. So I'm waking I'm here. Dust. Yeah. I'm waking up. I'm waking up to ash and dust. I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust. Your rust? Your rust. I I wake up. So I'm waking up. It's ash and dust outside. Oh, God. Sweat 
So I wipe my brow. And off comes the rust. And I don't think, he's not even wiping, if he said I'm wiping rust off my brow, <laughs> then that would be fine. That would make sense. He's saying, I wipe my brow and I sweat my rust. What does that mean? Well, it's poetry, obviously. I'm breathing in the chemicals. Is he? You're always breathing. You've never breathed anything but chemicals. Oxygen is a chemical. That's all. It would be extraordinary if you weren't breathing in the chemicals. Yes, you're, that's, that's nothing remarkable. I have skin. Like, nothing is <laughs> unusual about breathing in chemicals. Like, yes, you, you are. You are breathing in chemicals. Apocalyptic chemicals? Is it the apocalypse? He doesn't specify. He just says the chemicals. He's just not breathing like toxic in. I'm just breathing right. in the chemicals. Breathing in the chemicals. Is it just me or does he kind of sing like the WB frog? <laughs> Like a little bit. Yeah. I wipe my brow <laughs> when I sweat my rush. His body language. I'm breathing <laughs> in the chemicals. Wow. Yeah. Breathing in the chemicals. Uh. I break it in, shaping up, then checking out on the prison bus. I'm breaking in. I'm shaping up. Then checking out on the prison bus. I'm breaking, I'm breaking in, in. Shaping up. I'm shaping up. Is that like getting swole? So he broke into a gym. He's doing <laughs> He's doing some heavy lifts. He's doing some deadlifts. In the prison. But then the then the prison bus has has gotten him. Well, what if he's doing this on the prison? He would have to be on the prison bus That's to break true. out of the prison bus. So he's an inmate doing exercises in prison bus gym he's an inmate on the prison bus gym he's like in a nordic prison bus that has like amenities and gyms yeah and it's stuff. a very nice prison and it's like why do you even want to leave the prison bus he's that's he doesn't that's why he's checking out on the bus oh, he's checking out yeah he's he's just handing in his I'm key cards yeah. i'm over it i'm on the prison bus and i'm working out and i'm checking out and i'm breaking <laughs> in and i'm checking in and i'm looking up and i'm hanging out on the prison bus Waking up, I feel it in my bones enough to make my system blow. What is his? System? What does that mean? Is like his nether system, <laughs> or like his? I hope so. Yeah. I'm waking up. Where on the prison bus? You've already woke up. You started you the song out. off. Waking up, right? I'm, I'm waking up. Wait, yeah, he's to ash and dust. To ash and dust. I sweat my brow and I sweat my walls. Check out of the prison bus. Wake up again. So you're you're just going to sleep all the time because you're breathing in these chemicals. Yeah, maybe he jumped out the window. Concussion. So he wakes up again, and this time he's feeling it in his bones enough to make his own system blow. This just sounds like a personal experience he's having on a prison bus. Yes. What is the new age of this? What is what is this dawning of the new age? You're on a prison bus. You're sweating rust. You're waking up. You're checking out. Welcome to the new age. What are you? What are you singing about? What is this song about? Can anyone even possibly attempt to explain what these words mean? Together, I'm sure somebody can because it resonates with enough people. I have a I hunch. I think I know why this song resonates right. with people, and, and we'll get into that. Like look look at the intensity on his yeah. face here. 
like Henry Rollins and Black Flag, but not a hard band. Right, yeah, like, but he's just in a pop song. He's in a pop song. And he's screaming about being radioactive. He's radioactive from the nuclear fallout of the prison. Of, of his own feelings. Because nothing that he's talking about has happened outside of his own heart right. and mind. He's waking up. He's checking out on the prison <laughs> bus. He's breathing in chemicals. Crying dust, rust. He's sweating rust. Yeah. But like, this is all him. Right. And he's radioactive, which means he's going to die in like three days. <laughs> because that's what happens. Like, what was that? What was that one in Ukraine? What was that? Ukraine. Yeah. Oh, like with the radiation? Ukraine. Chernobyl. 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 The people who were exposed to that radiation who were radioactive, <laughs> they died very quickly after that. Yeah, that's not a long. They weren't sweating rust. They were sweating their skin all the way off. Yeah. Because they were radioactive. Which would be more compelling lyrics. It would be, yeah. So we got we got Henry Rollins here, <laughs> who who is a going to have a heart attack. He is like that is not the face of a man who isn't going to die of a heart attack or isn't radioactive. I guess. Yeah, maybe that would be the excruciating what that, pain. What if of, he's radioactive? What if he act- Las Vegas? Radioactive! <laughs> he's just crying for help. Yeah, <laughs> in a stadium with thousands of people. Yeah, and they're like, yes, yes, and he's like, oh my god, somebody help me. I raise my flag, dye my clothes. This next line, this next line is the best line. I raise my flag, dye my clothes. I raise my flag, I dye my clothes. Where are you getting? First of all, let's suppose, let's go with the fact that you're suggesting this is a nuclear wasteland world. Apocalypse. You're living in Fallout the video game. Going to like a Joanne. And but you're gonna go to a Joanne's fabric gonna, store right after you get off the prison bus. You're gonna go find right. Yeah, you're know, not even telling like us how you got. Lobby. You didn't even tell us how you got off this prison bus. Yeah, if you're telling us, are you going to prison for what? That's more compelling. Sure. So he escapes. The, he checks you're, out of the prison. You're radioactive on a prison bus. Now you've escaped the prison bus. So you can go to a Joanne's fabric store or a hobby do- hobby lobby. To dye your clothing and raise. So you can get a tie-dye shirt kit. Which takes time also. It's not like a quick soak. No. It's There's an art to it. There's a reason. Are the guards from this prison bus looking for you? <laughs> is it his own flag or is it like the American flag? Is this a patriotic song? I raise my flag and I dye my clothes. This next line is mind-blowing. Hit me. Let's go back. It's a revolution, I suppose. I suppose. I don't know. <laughs> it's the least inspiring revolution. Yeah, it's can a you very imagine passive. If like Nelson Mandela said that, yeah, he's just like, I guess it's a revolution. I, I think I'm not sure. Yeah, I think I it know. is. I don't know. Like the point of a revolution is to inspire confidence. The Holocaust would have never happened if he had, if Hitler had this if sort of attitude. If he supposed it's a revolution, I suppose. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't work. It wouldn't have. Everyone would have been like, I don't know if this guy really knows if yeah, he, what he believes what he's saying. Right. That's the whole point of being a dictator or slash zealot. He's not inspiring a lot of confidence in my mind. None at all. So it's a revolution, I suppose. Because he's put up the flag. Yeah. Radioactive. I raise my flag. Got my clothes. Now it's a revolution, I suppose. Painted red. Just a bit rotten. So paint. now he's got he's got <laughs> flags. He's got shirt dye. He's got paint. He Did definitely he, went to a craft store. Is it painted red? Painted red just to fit right in. Really? With who? Not the prison bus. The radioactive. Are their bodies like melting? Because painted red, that's... Is that racist? I don't think so. No, I don't know. 
That's a saying for something. Painted red. Painted red. Just to fit right in. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just Sherwin Williams coming up. So he, he went again, to the he went to the he went to Joanne's to Sherman Williams. Then he went to he Adam and Eve the, to get some sexy body paint. Yeah. So and he, he could, paint, did he paint his body? He said he painted himself red. Why would he dye his clothes if he's painting himself? Right. You don't need to do that, or at least put just your, paint your clothes and you. Right. You if everyone else paint. is painted red, and you need enough to fit in, maybe he's trying to one up everyone by. So he's wearing like psychedelic tie dye with his red body, red body paint, which is not fitting in. No, this is a very specific community, I guess. Maybe if everyone is painting <laughs> themselves red, but he hasn't stayed. He hasn't set that up in the song. There's nobody around. It's it's an apocalyptic time you're singing about, allegedly with chemicals. It's a verb and then a direction. That's the formula. That's the formula <laughs> yeah. for this lyric, right? I'm breaking in. Yeah. I'm shaping up. I'm checking out. Oh. It's all, it's it's just this formula. Then he's like, what else can we say that fits can we that go formula? Under to the sides and our periphery? No. Something. No, just up and just up and up and over and and out? In. In. Out. I think he uses out. out. Checking out. Waking in. up. Shaping up. Breaking in. It's a lot of ins. Yeah, he's not very creative he with this. He doesn't these. know enough directions. I'm breaking in, shaping up again. Yeah. Because he he woke up twice already. <laughs> he's shaping up twice. By now he's in his uniform. Is he painted of red? Me. Yeah. In his tie-dye shirt? He's checking out on the prison He's bus He's back again. on the bus. He's back they on the bus. Him. So they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he got away. He went to Joanne's. He got, he got t-shirt tie-dye kits, red paint and flags. And then they, the prison bus drives by like, what are you doing? Like you are psycho. back in here. Bus. And he's like, ah. There's like a psychotic, he's a patient in the psych ward. Yeah. They're picking him up for his own safety. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank God for him. That, he's know. like, I'm radioactive! And they're like, "You have to, we have to put the jacket on this guy. He's crazy. It's going to smudge the tie-dye. This isn't the apocalypse. I'm waking This song is not about anything. No. If anyone tries, here's my hypothesis on people who like this song. They don't like the song. They like how the song makes them feel. Which I can relate to. So he could be singing about literally anything as demonstrated by the fact that he is doing that. Right. He's not singing about anything that could happen to a person. But it has like buzzwords where it feels like there's like, oh, there's apocalypse and radioactive. Right, yeah. It's like, oh, shit. I'm radioactive. This is the apocalypse. I'm shaping up. I'm breaking out. I'm breaking out in hives from all the red paint on my body. If you were like skimming the lyrics, like reading quickly, you would be like, there's a narrative somewhere. Sure. But like. What, What it feels like this song might be about. Is that you, you know, you're fed up. You're, you're done with it. <laughs> you're just going to be yourself. And your system's going to blow. The system, yeah. My system. My system. My not, system's not the system is going to, from the revolution, blow up the, like, you know, democracy. It's like my system. My system is going to blow. Which could be so many things. But this song isn't about anything. It's not about anything. I mean, we could keep going, but it's just... It's, it's the same thing again. It's the same thing. He's breaking up. He's shaking out. He's shaking out. He's wigging out. He's freaking out. He's going in. And there's like a... Isn't it like a pre, prelude's not the right word? Doesn't it get like a little soft for what? Like reflective? Yeah. Right after this. It's when we reflect on our past mistakes. Mm. 
systems go. Oh, yeah. The sign hasn't died. All systems go. Guess what? The sun hasn't died. <laughs> As evidenced by. We know. Because we're alive. I have skin. The sun hasn't died. If it has. I'm breathing the song. in chemicals. <laughs> I'm a poet. This is insane. All systems go. The sun hasn't died. Well, that's a bare minimum for life. Yeah. Back in the bones. Straight from inside, I'm waking up. Straight from inside. The audience is just like, I feel it in my bones. They do feel it in their bones. But you don't know what you feel. They just know that they feel it deeply. I love when they're like, please sing. This is the only way this works. If, you're, if your favorite band ever does this to try to get you to sing along, leave the show, sell your t-shirts, burn your records. Low confidence. That's the I suppose. The revolution I suppose is like, I say, it's a revolution I suppose. Please, please, God, please. Never noticed those drugs. <laughs> Okay, so this guitar player. I'm sorry. This guitar player, first of all, has been captured. Yes. He doesn't like playing guitar in this band. He's been Stockholm syndromed. He has deep shame. He's been reeked. He knows that he's in a band that isn't really a band. Yeah. They write songs in the studio, but they're songs about this, which is nothing. And he knows. He's too good for this. He's too. He's actually a great guitar player. He's a good, clean guitar player, right? You would never know. But you don't know that because he's in Imagine Dragons, the worst band ever. And and it's never been clear, never been more evident that he hates this than his scuttle than this run over here because it's so clear what's happened. The lead singer has told the guitar player he's like. Okay, and then here's what we're going to do. We set up a stage for you that you're going to run to. Pretend you're getting He's off like, the prison bus. While I'm playing the guitar. Yes, while <laughs> you're playing the guitar, you're going to run to this. While I'm playing the guitar, while you're playing the guitar, you're going to run to this stage. And then then it's going to lift off the ground while you're while you're playing. So I get to play a solo. Yes, you get to play a solo. But. But you have to run to the stage. <laughs> I have to run to this. While, play while playing guitar, you have to run to the stage. That's the conversation that happened. Because <laughs> he looks so frantic. And so, to this is him. Look at this. Poor guy. And we're not making fun of him. No, no, no. I, I feel bad he's for him. He's captive. And he's making a lot of money, but this is not by choice. It's not worth he's it. He's just like... Like, he's, he doesn't want to be doing this. No. But it's for the show. <laughs> like, poor guy. It's terrible. Now they're inhaling chemicals. Now they're inhaling chemicals, yeah. but they've got it, and they've also got them strapped in. Yeah. Which I get for safety if you're like, like Rihanna. How risky is it to be? How risky is it to stand still a on large a large platform? On a that's like a six by twelve platform it's like at least bigger than this desk elevator. This is a great solo. He does. He gets to shred. If it was just this, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fake playing on piano, by the way. He He's a fake piano player. Or if you can't hear it, it's not doing anything. It's when they don't know what to do with it because they can't just go off in the corner because they're the singer. Yeah, so he, it's can't like just, he can't just He has to be doing something powerful like and impactful. Very, like, dramatic piano. Just go off to the side. 
That's insane. There's no piano in this part of the song. There's no piano. Oh, I can hear that when he smashes, smash slides. Which, I get it. There's bass guitar is actually really hard to do. Yeah. Not this bass guitar. What are those balls made of? It's just like uh, beach balls. Ginormous <clears throat> beach balls. But yeah, that's Radioactive by Imagine Dragons, a song literally about nothing. It's only created for the feeling of making you feel, ah! you know? It just, it does. I, apologies in advance. It's going to be stuck in your head for, it's every time we listen to it. Yeah. Over the years, it'll be stuck for like one to five to seven years. Which is also part of why I hate it so much is because I know that this is going to, to haunt me. Yeah. So it's like, ha ha ha, this song sucks, but then, uh, Who's really winning here? I'm waking up, checking out on the prison bound. Now you mean? That's that song. <sighs> Not a fan. Do you feel better after having... I do. It feels good to go through it line by line. Because when I'm in the grocery store and they play that song and I'm just putting all my stuff back and running out you as fast no as I can. You have no one to yell to. No one to yell to. I don't know why this is happening to me. I don't know why this feeling of... Tremendous agony has overcome my being, and I have Why? to leave. Now I do. Now I've being able to dissect it and figure it out. It all makes sense now. You don't even need to have the lyrics, though. It can be too quiet for Shazam. It's like you can hear all the sounds, and then it comes yeah. in. I'm like, holy shit, that is a song. It's, it's you can feel it in your bones. You can I, say. yeah, I feel it. My system is gonna blow every time this song. Maybe the song is it's very about meta. You. It's about it's about Ooh. someone listening to the song. Yeah. That makes the most sense. There you go. It feels like you're in a prison. <laughs> it feels like you've just woken up in this terrible world. You want the sun to die. Yeah. You want life or to Or like end. when you run outside of the store, you're like, oh, the sun hasn't died. <laughs> this song is a meta song about someone listening to that song. So he's actually a genius. This is a brilliant song. This is our favorite song. Never been a better song. That's my favorite song. Um, yeah, so that's Imagine Dragons Radioactive, in case you haven't heard it. What year is ten that? Ten years ago. BT, BT dubs. Um, I just said that. It's BT okay. dubs. We can, sometimes people say stuff sometimes that's bad. Sometimes people say things because they just start talking. Radioactive, Imagine Dragons. 2015? No, I think we're like 2012. What year is it now? 2011. So it's an old song. It's an old song. Okay. But I think most people- It's still most, around. It's still around. It's still playing at TJ Maxx. Let me just- It's still playing at the grocery store. This song still plays. And a lot of people probably don't know the words. So I think it's fair enough to do a dissection because if you're like me and this song haunts you, this is why. It's never been- it's not even in their top five songs anymore, but the top songs have billions of streams, so I guarantee it's... People are Imagine Dragons fans. They are. Are they Mormon? They're not Mormon. I don't think Do so, they have no. any ties to Utah? Neon trees. I don't know. I don't know. But they're a bad band, so... I don't really... That was a lot of mental exhaustion for me to picture this scenario. You seem to be in a better place... I feel better. Okay. I feel like a better person now. You feel like a superior person. Um, yeah, so I guess that's it. Yeah. We want to thank you for coming to the Oya Big Time Bonanza. Uh, one thing before we go is guess what we saw. Yes. Nope. Yep. Nope. <laughs> guess what we saw. So this week... We've seen six since the last episode. Yes. In the wild. We saw two of those today. We did. We saw yeah. two today. And they were, well, I won't give any hints, but they were something. They were something else, yeah. these things that we saw. That you need to guess. So, 
head on over to ohyeahbigtime.tv slash guess. Enter in your yes or no question. We haven't received any since the last episode, but we haven't posted the last episode. So yeah. if you're listening to this, nothing's going on yet. Make sure to get your questions in, your though, question because in. soon it's going to pop off, as the kids say. Yeah, it's and, uh, bigger than that one that interviewed Drake in bed, and then they deleted it. And yeah. it's like, is she funny, or is she just Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. It'll be yeah. bigger than that. It'll be bigger than that because yeah. of... Because of... Because uh, of this giveaway. Because of... Guess this what we saw? monumental giveaway. It's huge. Yeah. We're giving away $500. <laughs> that wasn't up all the way. But yeah, go to ohyeahbigtime.tv slash guest. Enter in your question. Submit it. On the next episode, we're going to start answering questions. So we look forward to those. Uh, we oh, look forward hotline. To you winning $500. You set up a hotline. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> Call us. We do have a hotline. Do we want like a prompt or just call us? Um, just call us. Call us with any questions. If you if you heard us talk about something on the show, if, if there's you're an any, Imagine Dragons fan if you're, and you want to fight, if you want to fight us because of uh, us talking about your favorite band, we would love that. Please bring it on, and we'll have an open heart. That's not true. <laughs> I will shut you down, and I will blow you up, and I will check out, and I will check in, and I will shape up on you. And I, their systems red. Um, yeah, give us a call at 802-870-6928. Again, that's 802-870-6928. You should come up with like a name, like a, basically like an Amazon brand name, like call a Bashkabak, like the letters. Well, the last four digits are, oh yeah, big time, O-Y-B-T. Oh, so. um, how long, is it a voicemail? Is it like two? Yeah, so it'll just, it'll give you a prompt to record a voicemail. And you can record a voicemail as long as you'd like. You can call it multiple because it can be scary and we're not answering. Yeah, if so you, you can do a redo. I, I tested it out. You can't do like pound and re-record. Okay. So, so if you mess them. up and you don't want that one played yeah. on the podcast, just end it by saying, oh, God damn it. I'm so sorry. I'm, I messed this up. And if you don't want it played at all, just say. Never mind, please. Never mind. Please Cancel. ignore this. Yeah, I hate, I hate myself. But then you can call in again, and yeah. we'll use the good one. Maybe, if Maybe. it's a good call. Unless and you're a pro Imagine Dragons, then we'll use whatever take we feel <clears throat> supports our agenda the yes. most. I suppose. I, I suppose. <laughs> I suppose. Um, okay. Well, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next time. <laughs>